So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this one's gonna be again about a new article from James Clear. So, this is actually quite a new one, you know, because I've actually seen it on his website if you go to articles that uh, you can actually see all the articles that he posted and also when he posted them or when he published them, you know, whatever you want to say. And uh, this is actually a fairly new one. It is from March, I guess, 2019. Or is it? No, it is, I think, from January. Because the newest one is from March. So it's definitely like, okay, well, you know, he hasn't been that... Um, yeah, you know, maybe that strict with this regimen to in terms of okay, posting his and or publishing his articles, which is a little bit of a yeah, which is a little bit of a pity because his articles are just insanely great. You know, it just yeah, I, I could probably think that or I can think that it probably takes just quite some time to, to do them and to write them and whatsoever. But yeah, you know, this I'm joking. <laughs> I'll see you after the intro. As always, as every single day. And before I actually forget, you know, for all those viewers that I, um, that actually I see, you know, I see it, I just all, I do have all the analytics, I do have everything. For all the people that do not have the time for actually going through a 30 minute episode on this one, or as this one, there's also a podcast, which means an audio version, an audio only version of this exact same video. So please check out the podcast link that is down in the description and there you'll find the podcast. Um, it is also available on Spotify and all the other, um, all the other um, podcast listening platforms there. It is basically everywhere basically everywhere and you can just listen to this exact same episode as an audio version so as like you would be listening to music which is insanely good if you're not having the time for actually going through a 30 minute youtube video because i assume quite some people actually do not have the time to do that so therefore please check out the link in the description and then listen to it you know if you do not really have the time but you still are willing to just get the whole yeah kick of self-development for today but yeah you know also, please subscribe to the podcast and also please subscribe to the YouTube video to not miss out on any good and great information and or just value, whatever it is. But yeah, I think without further ado, um, we are just straight going into this article. And this article is called 30 one-sentence stories from people who have built better habits. Um, so you might be wondering why I've chosen this one. Um, I've chosen this one because it is basically like... The other thing that we're going through at a time, which is actually a book summary, therefore check out the video from today. Well, actually also from today, because I'm going to record it quite afterwards, but also the video from yesterday, you know, because I've actually, um, I've actually recorded the exact same thing. So it's going to be just a little bit of a longer series, this new book summary that I'm going through. And this book summary is basically about how to persuade other people and what factors do actually persuade some people to, to do certain things, which is actually very, very interesting, at least at my point of view. It might be interesting for you as well. Then you can either listen to it as always and or you can watch the video. If you want to see just what I'm going through to read along or whatsoever, you can also just play the video in the background while you're doing something else. Something that apparently quite a lot of people are actually doing. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, let's go through this new article, this new article 
And I've chosen it because there's just statements and or just short stories, basically, quote unquote. And I find that pretty amazing, you know, because I can read them and then I can talk about them. And it is, lot, it is not a lot to read, you know, because reading isn't like just my, I don't know, my favorite thing to do, to be honest. You know, sometimes it's great. You know, some books that I've read are actually enormously great. And sometimes reading is totally fine, you know, but... I like to talk, you know, <laughs> at least I like it more than reading, you know, I guess at least, yeah, nah, I like it more, I like it more, I'm able to do it better, therefore I'm also liking it more, but yeah, I I'm still gonna read it, you know, I'm still gonna read this article, so that you don't have to, you know, this is the whole sense and all the whole kind of point of this podcast maybe, and or just in general self-development and self-help and or self-improvement, whatever you just basically prefer, I have to say. So in this article, I would like to share 30 one-sentence stories about building better habits. They are not all exactly one sentence, but they are very short. None of these stories are mine. They were sent to me by readers of Atomic Habits, which is his book. My hope is that these examples will illustrate how real people are putting the book into practice. They will show you what people are actually doing to build good habits and break bad ones. And hopefully they will spark some ideas for you and how you can do the same. I have divided the stories into categories that roughly correspond to different sections or ideas in the book, uh, which is, at my point of view, pretty great because if you have the book or if you kind of decide to buy the book because of this article, then you will see, um, or it's basically like just a little bit of an insight into the book, which is good, which is great. I like that. I like that. So the first one is identity-based habits. So I guess... Um, yeah, it is basically just some categories that have something to do with the book, just because it is basically some things that he in general is talking about in his articles and wherever he are, wherever he are, wherever he is. Um, I guess he's also having, or he also had a TED talk and whatsoever. So he's just quite often and relatively often talking about habits. And it's quite always the exact same things, you know, just in different scenarios, sections, situations, different depths and widths actually and yeah but in general it is often about habits and um, the categories as I'm just seeing them are basically like okay yeah some words and some phrases that you might be encountering when you and and or that you're for sure be encountering if you're going through one of his articles or if you're going through his book or whatever you're doing that has something to do with him there is going to be just those words or those, those phrases or those statements whatever so it is not like just, I don't know, you know, I couldn't categorize all these headlines actually into one particular thing. Well, yeah, you know, it is not what it is. It's not types of habits. It's not how to, 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 to make habits in terms of strategies and whatsoever. It is like basically, you know, as far as I'm seeing it, some random words. If you don't know the book and if you don't know him, it's basically like random words, to be honest. But yeah. But yeah, which is nothing bad, but it just popped into my mind. The first one, the first, first, first one is identity-based habits. One of the central ideas in the book is the concept of building identity-based habits, which essentially recommends focusing on the type, of the type of person you wish to become rather than the outcome you wish to achieve. And the, the first example is basically just really kind of explaining what he means there, because I can assume that some people don't know what he's talking about there. So the first example or the first story is I stopped eating unhealthy food via or via identity change. He wrote, I tried many times in the past, but it became easy 
or natural only after I had made the conscious decision that I want to be someone who eats healthy. Instead of aiming for I want to stop eating bad food, I tried changing the mindset to I am someone that eats healthy and lives a healthy life. It changes how you approach things. Um, to just actually give you my opinion um, about those things and or about this particular thing, I don't know. You know, I, I couldn't say so. You know, I couldn't really say so that it would just make a difference or yeah, that it would make a difference because I'm just at this point in time, I'm not seeing it. I'm really not seeing it. But yeah, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. And then I'm going to tell you what I think about it, obviously. <laughs> but it somehow just makes sense, you know, because often it is just often it's just like we need some change in how we approach things and if and and well in the beginning how we actually think about things because you know you just probably know that there is just some way of thinking about something that actually makes it negative this thing whatever it is and there is another way to think about it that makes it actually positive or something good rather than something bad which is really interesting and i guess um these things are somehow correlated or you could say they are correlated because like, yeah, you know, perspective definitely matters and how you just focus on things and in which way you focus on things definitely also matters. And therefore like, yeah, you know, I could actually assume that this is something that could help you. So you might be trying it out on yourself. You know, I might be trying it out for myself as well because I don't know, you know, one of the habits that I'm, that I'm not having or one of the habits that are maybe bad that I'm having is actually that I'm not drinking a lot of water. I'm in general not drinking something, you know, whether it be whether it be some juice or whether it be actually water or whatever it is. I'm really not drinking a lot, and I should probably just change it up because, yeah, you know, water is important. Fluidity, fluid is important. Just drinking in general is very very important for just uh, yeah, letting your body function properly, which is like what I want. Yeah, I hope you want this as well. But yeah. <laughs> um, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. So another reader named Robert em employed this idea to help him quit smoking. He wrote, I recently stopped smoking and the difference between I don't smoke and I can't smoke is a powerful trainer of my brain. The positive message of I don't smoke is that I have not given up anything. I am not sacrificing a pleasure. I'm investing in my future, happiness, and well-being. Yeah, it basically says, says like, and it also tells your subconscious mind and or your subconscious that you're actually able to do that, you know, because you choose to not smoke. It is not like you can't smoke. It is not like you just, I don't know, like, it is not a restriction, you know. You're not restricting yourself. Something that I've been talking about before, uh, it might be also just... Uh, in the context, in the context of of one of of one of his articles, actually, but it definitely makes a difference, you know. At my point of view, as I'm just thinking about it, because, like, yeah, you know, the first one is it like a choice, you know, you're consciously doing it, and you are, you're having the power, you're like you're having the power to say like, I don't smoke, I don't do that, I'm not a person that is smoking, I'm a person that is not smoking. The thing is, if you say like I can't smoke, then it is basically like. Well, yeah, you know, you would like to, but, you know, somebody somehow says, at least it just feels for me this way, somebody says, like, you can't, you know, you shouldn't be doing this and whatsoever, so it's, like, really an outside thing, you know, it, for me, at least, it doesn't feel like an internal thing, and um, as you might know, just 
yeah, if you want to change something, it has to be just some internal kind of motivation. You know, if it is only an external motivation or motivator or factor or whatever it is, I don't know. Like, I think in the end you you won't be doing it because if you don't want it yourself, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, you're not going to do it. You're just not going to do it. I at least think, you know, I at least think and I'm also assuming, you know, I'm assuming. I'm doing the assumption here because uh, I'm an assumer. <laughs> Never mind. So like most, like most strategies in the book, the concept of identity-based habits can be combined with other habit-building habit tactics. For instance, one reader used an external reward of $10 to reinforce the desired identity or the desired identity. Um, I told myself I am no longer a drinker. Then after each day of non-drinking, I gave myself 10 bucks to buy something nice rather than poison like clothes and household items. Today, I no longer need to, I, no, I no longer need the allowance and I'm six years sober, which is amazing, which is really amazing. And, and I don't know, I, I really have to say, you know, to just maybe not go into this whole habit thing again, to just actually get into another sector, section and also sector. Um, I, I kind of really feel that I don't know, like just dr drinking habits and or being actually a drinker is something that uh, I don't know. Like I kind of feel like that it is not something as severe in society as it, it might be with other addictions. Um, for example, smoking. I kind of believe and I kind of think and kind of feel like that smoking, if you're like, okay, I'm a smoker and I'm addicted to smoking, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Like it is something different than, uh, now of course it is something different than if you're saying, okay, I'm a drinker or whatever, because I kind of believe it is more severe. You know, if you're saying like, I'm a drinker, I can't stop drinking, I'm addicted, you know, I'm an alcoholic can or whatsoever. I kind of believe, you know, at least maybe it is only my society. Maybe it is only in my kind of community this way or in my country this way, but drinking is somehow normal, which is something that I, first of all, do not understand because it's like real poison for your body but I, I can also understand it to a point where like yeah you know it is just making you a little bit happier it is making you a little bit more more open to other people it's making you a little bit more sociable or whatever it is I, I can understand this you know I can understand this that it is just something that people like to consume I know this is something that I completely get you know there's no debate about that but the thing is like yeah it is something so normal it is something so normal to just grab a beer with your buddy, just, I don't know, after you've worked, just an after-work beer. Like, it is something completely normal. The thing is, should it be normal? At my point of view, maybe not. Maybe not. You know, because if people are talking about smoking or if it is, yeah, if, it, if the whole conversation is about smoking, it is something different. You know, it is just, it feels at least for me different and which is really interesting, you know, because like... I don't know, drinking is such an accepted thing in, in society, you know, at least in my country, because I don't know, like in, in Austria and Germany, and I maybe it, it might be Europe in general, drinking just is something kind of uh, normal or something that is like, okay, completely accepted in society. But as I said, like, yeah, it is poison and it doesn't make any fucking sense, at my point of view at least. But, but yeah, you know, and it also is like, I don't know if people don't realize, but it just actually seems for me to be the case 
that people actually don't realize that you can also be addicted to drinking. And I don't know, like, if you're talking about you being a drinker, of course, you're gonna just, yeah, you're not gonna be just the most favorable person in the, the community, I guess. But uh, I don't know, like, who would say that? Like, a lot of people are drinking, a lot of people are actually drinking quite a lot, but I don't know, like, I would even say, like, unless you're not just telling yourself or saying just that you are yourself a drinker, I guess, nobody would just, I don't know, nobody would care, I guess. You know, nobody would be just like, okay, you know, he's drinking so much and whatever. Maybe if you're just really drinking a lot, but if it is like just a little bit over the top, it's like, well, okay, you know, he's just drinking a lot. Like, yeah, it is fine. But yeah, you know, just a little bit of... uh a little bit of a different way, a little bit of a different path here. Um, but yeah, it, it is, I think, and at least as I'm thinking about it, it would actually totally make sense to combine certain strategies because like, yeah, you know, there are a bunch of them, you know, there are a few of them. So why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you combine them to actually get something that is working the best for you? Because I don't know, just giving yourself just $10 might not be the only thing that can motivate you. You know, maybe you just need another factor. You maybe need just another thing, another just piece to, to motivate you or to just make everything happen quicker or at least happen or actually happen. So yeah, let's move on, you know? Let's move on with this amazing article from James Clear. I actually wanted to say Jeff Clear, but... It is not Jeff Clear, it is James Clear, you know, James. So chapter two of Atomic Habits covers these strategies in much greater detail, as I've assumed, you know, because, I don't know, why would I buy the book then? Which is, like, which is something that's really, really, really interesting, you know, I just said, you know, why would I buy the book then, you know, if it isn't, a, you know, a little bit more in detail, if it just didn't contain more strategies or just more in-depth strategies or tactics or whatever you want to call it or whatever it is, why would it then buy the book? The funny thing is, the really funny thing is that um, as I've seen Seth Godin and also Gary Vaynerchuk, they just completely think about it in a different way. Both, they both talk about the exact same shit in their talks, on their blogs, you know, basically in their content in general. And, and it is the exact same thing as they talk about in their books, which is really interesting because it is not like, okay, you know, this is what they're talking about in a speech, this is what they're talking about on Instagram, this is what they talk about on their blog, and this is what they talk about in their book. And um, in a book, it is just something completely different, it is like way more in detail, it is just way better, it is like, quote-unquote, worth buying. The thing is, they don't do it this way. They rather do it in in a different way, you know. At least as I've seen it, and um, I think Gary has been talking about it. But Seth Godin, Seth Godin also has been talking about it because he also said that okay, what you can find in this book, and I think it was actually um, this is marketing his 2018 published book, which is actually a pretty good one. You know, the first read that I had um, of it wasn't that great. Like it was like I didn't understand quite a lot of things, but I believe. That if you, if you understand everything and if you understand the whole concept and the whole meaning of it, then it is definitely a very, very, very great book. But the thing is, um, he was also like, okay, you're probably not going to find something new in this book. You're probably also going to find all the things that I'm talking about in this book 
on my blog, you know, because Seth's blog is actually a very, very popular one. And um, yeah, it's very popular. And you're probably going to find like 99% of the information on his blog and also on his other content in his speeches, wherever he is, um, which is actually the exact same as in a book. And it is the exact same thing for Gary Vee as well, you know, because he is just, you know, basically talking and producing so much content on the thing that he's also talking about in his books, you know. And they just produce books and they just write books just because it is about the medium, you know. It is not about the information, it is merely about the medium, the medium book. And uh, all, me all mediums have their advantages and also their disadvantages. Books might be just favored by older folks. Could be the thing, you know. I do still believe that some of the older people still, um, you know, some of them totally prefer ebooks, you know, because it is just pretty handy, they are cheaper, and just many other reasons why they, they, they are great, but um, I don't know, like, books do just have something, like, it is just great, at least in my point of view, to, to just have a book in your hands, to read it, and then whatever, it is something that is pretty nice, definitely, in my point of view, and therefore just, okay, they just, and also it is a convenience thing, at my point of view, because if you're having a book on a certain top, topic, if it is about just marketing, let's say, then you're having everything, you know, everything about marketing in this book. And if it is about just the internet, you just have to search for the information. You just have to search on Seth's blog for this exact information. And it is not like in a book, you know, in a book, it is like, okay, you have everything and you don't have to search for anything. You know, you do not have to do any work, but you just have to pay for that. You basically... Somehow, as I'm just thinking about it, you have to pay for him just gathering all the, the knowledge, getting all the, the content and information and put it into just a convenient size and a convenient length and whatsoever so that you can just consume it. And this is it. And also just, you know, some people like books just more than the internet, you know, which is something that's, that's pretty funny and I've been thinking about it because it is just a debate about the medium. And that's it. And that's it. And this is the funny thing, you know, also because like some people say like, yeah, you should only take sources from books because books are like, I don't know, books are like books and they are better and whatever. But in the end, yeah, it is about the medium. In the end, it is a, a debate about the medium. In the end, it is like, okay, they're saying, well, this medium, so the book is just better than the other medium, which is the internet, which is totally not right. As I said, they both have advantages and they both have totally disadvantages but is one of them better nah can you find every information on both of them no totally not no you're probably gonna find some information in books just because they are way older and you're probably gonna be able to find some information also on the internet that you're not able to find in books just because like yeah there is not a book on this certain topic yet for example you know just another example um should I actually, yeah, you know, let's actually read the, the next section as well, which is changing the cues. Another way you can change a habit is by identifying and altering the cues that prompt your behavior. This is precisely what many readers have done. One woman named Lisa cultivated a reading habit by increasing her exposure to books. I've read more books by continually having 20 to 30 books on hold at the library. She said... It saves time on browsing for books, and I always have new things to read with a three-week deadline. Heather, 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 that seems to be a name, I guess. 
Heather used a similar strategy to reinforce the simple habit of drinking more water. I used color and placement for visual reminding and motivation. I poured water in a bright aqua or aqua water bottle, my favorite color, and placed it on my nightstand so I couldn't miss it when I woke up. Something that I'm doing as well. I know sometimes, the, the funny thing is, when I'm having a bottle of water on my table, I'm gonna drink, I'm gonna drink just way too much. It's the funny thing. So either I just drink quite nothing or I drink way too much, you know. <laughs> Actually, not that nice, you know, at least for me. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe to just have to always have a water bottle with you. Because I'm, I'm even not bothering just... Yeah, I'm really not bothering myself to just get a water bottle, you know. Most of the time when I'm in school, I'm not having a water bottle with me. Because I kind of feel like, well, I don't need it, you know. I'm not thirsty anyway, so why would I take a bottle with me? But yeah, you know, to just change up this habit, you should totally just do it in a different way. And the last one is, other readers have done the, the opposite. They reduced exposure to negative cues. One man named Max managed to eliminate eliminate his e-cigarette habit. I quit e-cigarettes with a combination of determination and also quitting coffee at the same time, which was a trigger for me as I would smoke and drink coffee together in the morning. Which is a pretty common thing, like some people just smoke in certain situations or and or occasions, some people drink, which is something that I guess you probably know, um, drinking certain situations or occasions and then just, yeah, just actually... Ditching those situations and or occasions is a pretty nice strategy. But, 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 just because we're finished with this one or with this kind of section today doesn't mean that it is not going to be about something as well. Because as you might know, as you might know, we're actually featuring, or there it is, we are featuring one question each episode and you can totally tag me, you can hit me up on Instagram, you can hit me up on everywhere, and I'm going to go through your question and answer it and hopefully give you a pretty great answer. Um, let's actually, you know, yeah, I'm going to search for one, one, two, sorry, no, didn't want to do that, one, two, three. Um, well, this is actually a tough one. So what are your best time management and productivity tips so time management. Um, I, for example, would first of all, something that I tried to do and I somehow did as well, something that is really important at my point of view is actually figuring out what you're spending your time on, you know, because sometimes we actually spend our time on some things that actually, yeah, are not really important and or we get just distracted by certain things very often, which leads to us not being as productive just because we are not having as much time. Therefore, I would totally suggest you to just um, yeah, figure out what you're using your time for because there's going to be definitely some distractions and then eliminate those distractions and then you have more time, you know, and you can use this time for, for other things and you just, you're just going to be more productive, you know, just because you're having more time. Maybe you're going to just get up earlier, you know, to just get more done so that you actually have the time for just those distractions and, and all those things that you just might be doing to kind of ditch work, something that worked for me as well, you know, just waking up and then I do not have to feel bad about just, yeah, not getting done as much as I would maybe or as I could maybe. Um, I think another great thing is to not judge yourself, you know, 
on some days it's going to be better and on some days it's not going to be as good. And I, I think you have to be honest with, with yourself and you have to say yourself and also tell yourself if you haven't been that productive and yeah, don't judge yourself. Like on some days it's better, on some days it's not that good, but uh, try to see it, you know, try to be honest with yourself and try to also manage it then and to, to do something against it. Something that is also very important is productivity as such. Should you go for productivity? Maybe not. Maybe you should just work more, which is actually the exact same thing as getting up earlier. Like in the end, you're working more because it is a way easier factor to manipulate or way easier variable to manipulate because you can just get up earlier. You can just get home later. You can just, I don't know, work more this is it. And then you get more done. And then you seem to be more productive somehow. But yeah, um, so these are actually my points, I would say. They might be pretty good. They might be just, yeah, mediocre. But yeah, this is going to be it with the episode. I'm just going to record the other one, I think, straight afterwards, I guess. But I'm not quite sure. But yeah. I wish you the best health of happiness and also success. And I also hope that you're going to remind us of how you're going to be remembered, you know, because uh, no matter how nice you are, you know, no matter how nice and how generous you are, there's still going to be someone that doesn't like you, you know, because of certain reasons, because you are just, I don't know, because you're white, because of some reasons, you know, I don't fucking know. Might be, you know, and it might not even be about you. It might be just because of them or it might be about them. I think is um, also something to consider is actually your purpose and three questions that might help you with it are what are you trying to change, why are you here, and what is bothering you the most. Like, I don't know, it might be something, you know, that is really bothering you and there is no solution on the market and then boom, you're actually having a business idea, you know, and a business concept and whatever. So it's basically just two things with one kind of try or with on with one question but yeah i'll see you the next time and thank you very much it's just a real pleasure for me and it's just, i'm just so grateful that you're here around that i'm able to just share my time with you and share these things that i'm thinking about with you it is amazing don't um don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel and also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast i see you thank you